0: The Academy. The Academy. Just another weekend, it's plenty shit to talk about, plenty shit to talk about So you know we talking loose, lippin' new yes, mission. new mission low, let's get it, low, where you been Start checking in, new pie for your ass, yup, let's begin, this the shit I recommend, stand out for cleaning in, any topic penetrating, please believe we waiting in, do this on the weekly, on any app you can log on, search loose lips, subscribing, we gon' my bone. do it for Carolina, flowing on palmetto trees, start checking out, low, tell them what it be, Just another the weekend, it's plenty shit to talk about, plenty shit to talk about, so you know we talking loose lippin', new vision, new mission, low, let's get it, this is Glatchy, classy ratchet, raise your glasses, she gon' toast, right, hot, go, she make it happy, loose lippin', you trippin'.
1: The uh-huh. Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Loose Lips Podcast. This is your girl, Low, and I have a friend in the building for episode 65. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Hey, Northside, Dawn in the building, 803 shit, Aiken County, baby. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? happening? Thank you so
1: much for coming through. We are at the gym complex recording today here in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina, where it's raining today right now, so it may not be as beautiful outside. But thank you so much Mm -hmm. for wanting to come on the show. Mm -hmm. He's actually been on the show before if you're an avid. Listener, to Lucita's podcast, you know the show went by a different name back around 2016, 2017, and that's when I had him on the show at the time. So it's been a very, very, very long time.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So we always start off the show with a petty positive, and you say you listen to the show. Yeah. So you know what a petty positive is. Mm-hmm. So my petty positive for this week is, well, you're a guy, so I'm not trying to get out personal, but for my female listeners, I went and got a wax today. Shout out to my girl Tanya at uh, Blush Wax by Tanya here in Greenville, South Carolina. The positive is my girl's a beast with it. Gets everything clean, everything fresh. The petty is I don't like pain, so I show my ass the entire time. And she puts up with my antics. So, if you are here in Greenville, South Carolina, if you just happen to come through the upstate, uh, make sure you follow her on Instagram and check her out. Her link is in the bio, so you can book her. Um, her Instagram is by Tanya, and she also has her address in there. So, do you have a petty positive, Northside?
2: Um It's funny, because on my last... Set of interviews, like waxes and -hmm. stuff got brought up. Oh, okay. Actually, it was like a, oh, man, it's like a certain type of, like, I don't wanna say I don't wanna come and say I say kitty cleanse. It's like uh this
1: is a very uh yeah. you can say whatever you want on this yeah, show. It's like, called loose lips podcast for a reason.
2: Yeah, we gonna call it the kitty though. Okay. Because I call it <laughs> kitty anyway. So okay. it's like a kitty cleanse. I forgot mm-hmm. what they call it, but it's funny how this like topic. a Yanni
1: sting? Yeah, like okay. one
2: of the little yeah. for the for the john. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's funny that this topic come back up on another interview with me, but no, like my favorite positive, like like when it come down to that, let's mm-hmm. stick to that. Like, gotta wax the arms, especially like for my light skin babies out like there. Like my light skin and my mixed babies, like that. wax, wax the arms. That's my thing. Like, mm-hmm. wax the arm.
1: So the arm pop, not the not the armpits, but
2: the arm. I mean, I, I don't want no hair on the armpits. I, mean, I don't like on the woman. I don't want because I got hair in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So I don't want. I don't. I don't want no type of nothing. No. What
1: she had a little bit of hair. On the arm, cause I have hair on my arms. I mean, a, I've always had hair on my arms. A
2: little bit is okay, yeah. but you be seeing some females they got like the lines look like they connecting. Oh wow! On the, yeah, I've never seen that myself. feel like light skin or like my my mm-hmm. snow my snow bunny. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which, you know it ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but for me it's kind of mm-hmm. like I'm the type of person I stare. At it. Like, you know what I'm saying? We could <laughs> be at a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? You just gonna stare? I'm looking at. It. You know what I'm saying? Cause it, it'll get me. It's like okay. when somebody smacking when they talking or gotcha. like eating. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying?
1: It's like it brings unnecessary
2: unwanted attention. You don't hear nothing else going on but that smacking. Gotcha. So it's the same thing. So that. Well, that, I
1: guess it's like for me, like when men have that taco meat on their chest. Like yeah. some men can have hair on their chest and it looks nice. Other men can have hair on their chest and it looks like they just ran out the
2: jungle. So. <laughs>
1: I, I get it.
2: Yeah, it ain't the 80s no more. No, it's not. That shit ain't cool.
1: It's not. Not to get <laughs> off topic, but I'll never forget when I rated my mom's porn collection. Porn collection She had a lot, a bunch of porn From like the 70s yeah. And you can tell There was no waxing back yeah, In those days
2: VHS Yeah
1: they was on VHS And everybody Everybody had a bush There was no waxing Whatsoever
2: That's what uh, You know I run my fingers Through your you oh, yeah, hair yeah, I hope
1: it's not that hair You run your fingers through Nah I mean Okay it,
2: That That's where that expression okay. Comes from Nah I don't run Got my you
1: through. Yeah don't run your fingers Through that hair It yeah, might get caught
2: up It's the, Yeah it's a new yeah. decade I like, I like it I like it straight, clear down there.
1: Yeah, I think everybody does. It just feels more clean yeah, that true. way, it's you true. know.
2: I trim it, whatever. I, I even try to make sure I keep my shit.
1: Well, yeah, men low. have to. Men have to landscape too, because us women, we do not want to get a hairball. You know, we want to get straight to the point. We don't want to have to go through the forest or the jungle or whatever. So I like a nice clean. You know, shave, trim, whatever yeah. manscape. You know, it shows me that you're, you know, being courteous to me. We
2: conscious. Yeah. Right. Plus,
1: I don't want to get my nose ring caught on it. Yeah. You know, that's an uncomfortable <laughs> feeling. You go down there, your nose ring get caught on it, and yeah, then,
2: you really up in that. I mean, <laughs> you're hey. Going down.
1: If I'm <laughs> down there, I'm going to put in some work. you know? It. I expect That's the same.
2: So- <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs>
1: but anywho, thank you for your petty positive, yeah, and thank you yeah, for coming yeah. through. Yeah. So you are not here just to talk about manscaping and all that good stuff. <laughs> you do have a project. Yeah. Yo. And, you know, my background is music blogging, and I did listen to it. Yeah. And I did like it. The only thing that I did not like.
2: Okay, yeah, because here we go. Go ahead. Yeah. Come on with we...
1: that I, there was not a song on there I felt like there was – Catered to the women. It was so. Was this project just based? Just for what I heard, you had some things to get off your chest, yeah, and you had some stories to tell. Mm-hmm. So you wasn't thinking about us.
2: I ain't gonna say that because it's been three versions mm-hmm. of this particular project. This okay, was the fourth one. So when you actually came to the sh- to my studio the first time mm-hmm. on Lawrence and we linked. It was a whole nother project at that time and at that time it was actually called Babylon two point five, movie mm-hmm. two point five. So you know, push came to shove, you know, lost the situation with the partnership over there at the studio. A lot of things went shaky. I was mm-hmm. I was uh I was actually engaged at the time. I remember that. Yeah, so that went left. And uh, by the time you you by the time you know I came where well, you came and sat down with me at mm-hmm. the studio, I had a whole new situation, whole new relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot. It was a, so much going on to the point where we kept going back to the drawing board and redoing the work and redoing mm-hmm. the particular records. And then you know the last time my partner Kurt shout out to Kurt Kurt was like yo when we finished it the last time he was like yo this still ain't it and we had records for the ladies like I had this joint called Mm Exposed I had this joint called What's On Your Mind where I was speaking from a female standpoint about you know her and what she was going through as far as the guys she was dealing with and some Mm -hmm. of the things she was experiencing because at that time what was going on you know like a lot of the same stuff that's going on now you know they was taking down the Confederate flags at the state house around the time. You know, uh, uh, old dude, uh, Dylan Roof had just happened. It was mm-hmm. a lot of things going on around that time that's going on now. So, yeah, we had records, but when we went back to the drum board, I just had to tell myself, like, yo, I gotta, I gotta do what I need to do. And the records that came on it was what I needed to do.
1: And I like the project, I guess, because I I love rap, but I also love Mm R&B. So when I listen to a rap album, I try to find, like, one song that might be, you know, for the ladies. Because all of us, well, not all ladies. I won't speak on behalf of all ladies. But I know some ladies, we always like that, you know, one song that might be catered to us. Like DMX, you know, How's It Going Down, or Mm -hmm. LL Cool J, Hey Lover. You know, something like that. But I understand that all rap projects possibly will not be like that because rap is totally different from R&B, of course. You know, you listen to R&B, they're not singing about killing somebody, I hope. Um, but... <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah. Nowadays, never never know nowadays. These R&B
1: singers act like they rappers now. It's
2: 2020. I don't even consider R&B and b no more. I mean, you... you. We had guys like Jaheem and like mm-hmm. Jennings, though that was real street niggas. Yeah. But they was... You, They was R&B singers, though. Like, the transitions. Yeah. The transitions, the uh, the niggas that did the straight fucking record on mm-hmm. Baby Boy. Like, they, they, I, I think that whole group had dead time. Like, so you can be that, but you can still have that essence. I feel like that's the problem now. Yeah. Like, niggas feel like they gotta be. and You don't have to be. You know what I'm saying?
1: Speaking of that, I was listening to an interview that you did, um... With another, I guess, podcast or station out of Atlanta, and they were asking you about music uh, here in South Carolina, and I remember you saying that there wasn't a music scene mm-hmm. up this way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Elaborate. Uh, I kind of like, get what you're saying, the
2: upstate. Yeah, well, the you know, because I Atlanta. have
1: listeners that are not from here, so you know, and I kind of get what you're saying because our music scene is not what it used to be. I would say back in twenty. 20- 2009, 2010, or even before go that. Before that. Well, see, this, my, well, I'm 10. saying 09 and 10 because I didn't get hip to the indie scene until then. Okay. Because I'm originally from Anderson. And then when I came up here to Greenville, which was in 09, 2009, 2010, that's when I started learning about the indie scene of music. Because I, d- I didn't know there was one. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it was 2009, 2010. Of course, someone someone like you, it would be before then. But when I came up here, I was put on to like Boss G, NBH, um, Dirty Dave. And then now there's, uh what's his name, Black Zach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then you have Rennie Rucci. I think they're both from Metro, Columbia. Mm-hmm. Then out of Anderson, you have TCM. You have Million, S-Dive. Uh, around this way, I really don't know of anyone sell for you that's kind of in the music scene heavy like that. So I just wanted to get you to elaborate, because you're deep into the the music scene here.
2: Well, if you, okay, you say Boss G. Boss, Boss G from Columbia, I'm yeah. from Akers, so I was on Boss G, 03, 04 shit, mm-hmm. like... like I was on Boss G even before the music, like on some street shit, like on some GD shit. Mm-hmm. I knew about Boss G. Then you got Rue. That was like 04. Oh, yeah. 05. I forgot all like, about him. When we put out Lil Child Running Wild in 2014, December 2nd, I had a DJ out of Mississippi ask me about Lil Rue then.
0: hmm
2: And you got to think, Nasty Song had been about four, five years old at that point. Yeah. But they was still checking for that. Why? Because that was our That's... That was our sound. We had our own sound. Like, I'm from 803, so I feel like 803 is the champion when it come down to the South cat shit, because we the only ones putting ink on paper. Like, you got some cats like Rock Hill coming out of the bird, Spartan Bird, that got situations with mm-hmm. labels, but a lot of them guys be from somewhere else and move here. Mm-hmm. Or they, like like I say, Rock Hill, that's still what? The 803.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I feel like when you got, you got Zach, he with South Coast.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You got Rennie, Wolfpack Kind of doing They doing their own thing Kind of how we doing mm-hmm. They got distribution How we got Me You know I've been signing Symphonic since 2015 That's five years That's a label Just like an empire mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And before that It was Ingrows and Universal 2013 So I feel like 803 got the It's even like A little homie Coming out of From near where I'm from He from It's like Gloverville Graniteville area, But he got, like, an artist development deal with T.I.G. Okay. So, like, 803 right nine is, like, you got cats from the Met out there in L.A. right now, like, working. hmm Like, you know, you got cats like Smoke Gambino or even guys like Mo Beats. They had the bread the record with Trina mm-hmm. back, back, Brian, by yeah. 2000. Well, I, said I like about that 10. song. Yeah, by Yeah. 10. No, that was maybe about 15, 14 that's about fifteen, fourteen, but Mo been around though.
1: He been around for a while.
2: Niggas like Freddie P, like I feel like 803, we got it. And then you gotta think about it. Charleston. They got their own scene. Mm-hmm. Like Charleston niggas be, fed. you got niggas like my nigga Juice Escobar and a lot of his people right up here in Greenville. Like some like his little cousin on my team. So like I'm I'm closely tied to Charleston. Like closely tied to Juice Escobar. You know that's you know that's. Damn near like family almost. But with Juice, it's like Juice ain't gotta leave out of Charleston. Like he can stay in Charleston and get get show money. He can stay months, run around Monks corner mm-hmm. and, and Somerville and all them areas and he and, and straight. Like so I feel like Low Country, we champion it right now. But then you you got the upstate. You got niggas that's up here doing their thing, but it's the city though. So it's like they got more access to attain more. Mm-hmm. They got more access to like guys like like my man Calvin Bird here. Like he went to school with half of these cats that's doing the spambird thing. So if you got a guy like him that you got access to, he can make whatever look excellent. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's how they in up here. Like y'all got access to more, cause y'all in the city. Like I'm from Aiken. I just lost I lost three cousins in the matter of two weeks. One got stabbed, murdered. And two got shot, murdered. You know what I'm saying? So we don't got access. Like, and that stuff like that going on up here too. Cause I mean, I'm a coach. So stuff like that going on mm-hmm. up here too. Like one of one of my one of my players just got out from doing the bid for armed robbery and some mm-hmm. more stuff. So it's going on up here, but if I can go to downtown and see what I see, I feel like it's more hope versus you ain't seeing no Maseratis and Aiken. You ain't even really seeing that in Columbia you ain't seeing foreigns and 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 skyscraper buildings mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so that's the thing like we don't have a sound neither if you want to like get get to that part,
1: yeah, I remember you saying that the artists around here sound like Atlanta
2: we sound like well I mean like.
1: Or uh, could it just be a just a Southern thing, maybe?
2: Okay, I can't forget about uh P.G. Rock. He from Orangeburg, too. He from the 803. He got a situation with Asylum. He was signed by Wano, former mm-hmm. uh Rock, Rockefeller, you know, intern and, you know, complex. Dudes. Yeah. You know, wayno discovered him. I can't forget about P.G. Rock, but even, like, when you listen, that could be a Southern thing, because, like, when you listen to Suncat... Okay, well, it could be something, but everybody sound like what they listening to. So mm-hmm. if you listening to Kodak, nine times out of ten, you sound like a Florida nigga. And then you got to think Charleston got a lot of ties to the Florida, Savannah mm-hmm. area, so that, that Geechee sound, that Island sound, but still niggas be sounding like... I feel like when it come down the the sound in South Carolina, Charleston is the one that got it because they got their own sound, like Charleston niggas bump their niggas. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm kicking it with my Charleston partners up here in the Ville, they playing Charleston niggas. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they got a sound, but like a Columbia nigga might sound like a Atlanta nigga or a Florida nigga. That's what he listening to. Or like they trying to they trying to say like the Suge beat that the mm-hmm. baby had. They like yo, that's the Carolina sound, but how can that be a sound when it's it's a it's a beat?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So a Cali nigga can get on that beat just like we could get on Cali niggas beats and it, it it's not a sound
1: cuz it's going to be cuz California had rappers out of like out of the bay and so forth they definitely have they got a sound their own sound. cuz i know i was on twitter um, Carl Crawford the person who signed Megan he mm-hmm. signed a new female and he posted her video and everyone was saying how she sounds like megan Mm -hmm. Megan the style like with the the cadence and the tone and whatnot and the girl came out and said i'm from texas i'm from the same area as she is this is how we all sound you know and i kind of get what you're saying because uh, to me, it's kind of like sometimes it could just be the South, but then there are Southern rappers that have their own style, like the Migos. You know, they have their own style. Um, Kodak Black and they are from Florida. I used to live in Florida. So I know that that's how a Florida, I mean, even when they talk, sometimes that's just how they, they sound. So, you know, if you come out of Florida, you might sound like a Kodak Black or Plies because that's just how the sound is in that area. But to me, even if you're from the same area. To me, the content of what you're speaking about, what you're rapping about, is what's going to set you apart. Because what you're talking about is totally different from what Black Zach would be talking about in his music.
2: But but Zach from an area in the Met that's kind of like the city, though. Mm-hmm. So he he can kind of talk about certain things because they, they from that. Like, that's, that's one of the things about Zach, like, I got ties to Zach because like uh, like like Crip shit mm-hmm. and and like just knowing a lot of the same people, DJs, like Kirk.
0: Mm-hmm. Him and
2: Kirk went to school together. Kirk okay. is the guy that executive A and R this project. Kirk been knowing Zach since they was like middle school. You know what I'm saying? Like all them cats that went to like drill, mm-hmm. all them schools, like like we got, you gotta think South Thank. I went to South Think. We play a lot of them Columbia mm-hmm. schools, so we know a lot of the same people. Like Zach got, like, Zach got cats running around that don't even rap that's on his team that's mm-hmm. straight. Like, they ain't got to work regular jobs or they ain't selling dope. They straight, like, on some, I'm in Zach, I'm an and mm-hmm. shit, so, they know what that is because you got to think. They seen Boss G doing it. Mm-hmm. They seen Rue doing it. Yeah. They seen Cats before them doing it. You got Angie Stone from Columbia. Mm-hmm. They've they been seeing it so they know what it is. It's just like I'm pretty sure if you was from Greenville and you had ties to people, Bryson people, you would probably know how to move in certain situations just like me. My uncle was signing the face.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I, that, I'm in Atlanta heavy because I... I I've been going there since '98. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when you get guys like Zach, you know, it's it's, it's different. But like you say though, we do different type of music. Mm-hmm. I don't think I do music like no nigga in South Carolina.
1: No, I agree you don't. Because no. if you listen to, and this is no knock to anybody, because to me, you're gonna talk about what you're gonna talk about based on your lifestyle. But you know, you know the dude, the cats coming out of Anderson, there's their style and their flow and what they are talking about is totally different from what you're talking about. And um, there are a few female rappers that are coming out of Anderson. What they're talking about is totally different from what Rini Rucci is, um, you know, talking about and whatnot. And, like, do you think, like, because there is a lot of talent around here. Like, do you think, like, we could – or they could be up next, kind of like how Atlanta – was because when I was blogging, I remember a lot of the artists around him would be like, "Oh, we need to be like Atlanta artists and unite and woo tu woop and do this and do that." And
2: but then when you go to Atlanta, they'll tell you they ain't united. Yeah, that, that, that's the misconception because of what we seeing on the phones mm-hmm. and on these social media and, shit. and whatnot. Media and shit like that's the thing. Like we gotta get like us. Like I was having a conversation on 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 one of their platforms last mm-hmm. week, and it was a guy from Charlotte. That's in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, the Carolinas, the Carolinas. I'm like, no. South, it's time for South Carolina to do what we do. You got to think. North Carolina been in position with guys like Anthony Hamilton. Anthony mm-hmm. Hamilton was signed to Uptown Records back in the day. You know, he, he mm-hmm. was with D'Angelo. You got you got Vantage, you got Ruben Stutter, you got Jodeci. Mm-hmm. They were signed to Uptown. So you got two legendary artists that was on Uptown Records in the prime of our era of music from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So they been in position even before the baby. It's crazy how the baby in position. that everybody feel like, oh, it's the Carolinas. Nah, mm-hmm. we can't ride off their success that's no. been there. That's been there. Cole from a military town in Fayetteville,
0: if...
2: if a lot of people ain't moved around, so a lot of people, you been to Fayetteville? Yo, that's and, and he's like the king of hip-hop now. He's from Fayetteville. So that's my point. Well, like, who, J. Cole? Yeah.
1: Well, I've heard that he's from Anderson, or maybe his mom was from Anderson. I'm not sure. At least I'm not going to his family reunion, so yeah, I don't but know. It, could, it don't matter to me.
2: It could be, though, because yeah. you got to think. Atlanta, South Carolina, North Carolina got deep ties to where you got guys like Nick Grant. That's from Walterboro, mm-hmm. but he spent a lot of time in Charlotte, mm-hmm. but then he spent a lot of time in Atlanta. So then you got Atlanta in the backdrop of his debut album, but mm-hmm. he's from Walterboro. Yeah. So that's one reason why we lose too, because every time someone goes to like I'm finna be on Dirty Glove bastard his soon, off the mm-hmm. porch. Every time an artist goes to off the porch, he asks, especially a South Carolina artist, one of the first questions he asks is. So when you moving to Atlanta? Yeah. Cause that's what's expected. Like I ain't gonna lie, Rennie and Zach did bust that move. hmm But it's like it's like I told them I was in Atlanta all last weekend running around running around the city. I don't have to move to Atlanta to attain or to do anything mm-hmm. that I need to do. I can stay right here in SC. I mean i I I left Aiken and moved to Greenville. So
1: And plus everybody's everybody's road that they're going to travel in this industry is in it's it's just not going to be the same. Everybody's road is going to be different. So like you said, them going down to Atlanta yeah. probably works for them, but you going down there to reside and stay full-time may not work for you. You can just go down there and do what you need to do and come back up this way. Everybody can't do what somebody else does. They just have to do what's set in front of them, you know, what's for them to do. So I wanted to ask you, because last time we talked, it's about what 2016, mm-hmm. 2017, when you did uh Babylon, mm-hmm. so of course there's been some changes, there's been some growth. How do you feel that how do you feel that you changed since then to now? Because I know you said you've been through a lot since that last time, like
2: do I look different
1: no, you still show it.
2: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but you
1: know, a lot of stuff can change because my show has been through a lot since the last time we talked. Like,
2: do my face card look good? Yeah. Like, do I look good in the face? Do I look healthy? Do you I look, look healthy. Yeah, do, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's You look I'm healthy. Gonna, I'm gonna be short. That ain't yeah.
1: gonna change. <laughs> that ain't gonna change. But, but no, because th- think like, my show has been through changes since then. Three three different names, two different hosts, and now I've just decided to just. Back Dolo. Just be me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which works. For me to just do it that way.
2: Well, matter of fact, when I first when you first came to holler at me, you had a, a, a co-host too, but he couldn't yeah. make it.
1: Yeah, he yeah. couldn't make it at yeah. the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I said, you know, Lucy's podcast is kinda like Destiny's Child. We just I'm the yeah. Beyonce, of course. So. <laughs> Couple different versions. Yeah. Couple different versions and whatnot, you know?
2: I feel like well, the biggest thing has changed is like my mental. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't been through a whole lot of bullshit since I've been here in Greenville. But it's been a lot of good shit going mm-hmm. on too. Like, I'm a I'm a coach. And I try not to mix the two because, like, for example, I've been riding in the truck with my kids
0: mm-hmm.
2: and my shit just come on. Like, you remember the record Feelings mm-hmm. that I sent to you way back when? Yeah. I'd be riding and that shit would come on. And it's funny because these are 13, 14-year-old kids from, like, West Greenville and Jetson and they're, like, feelings more than they, like, flip. Mm-hmm. And that shocks me. But I, I kind of understand why now, because I say this like two years ago. So I understand why now, because now who you got? Rod Wade.
1: Yeah. I don't yeah. really care for him that much. You
2: know, you got the, the guys like Polo G, the mm-hmm. pain niggas that's kind of seen. NBA young boy. they kind of mm-hmm. got the pain. So Feelings was that type of record two years ago. That's really what's popping now. Mm -hmm. And we just put our feelings this year. And you know, I've been had that record for a while. So it's like, I feel like I've I've changed a whole lot. Because for one, I'm an example here in this city now. Like, I'm a high school coach now. Mm -hmm. So I can't move certain ways or do certain things I was doing even when I first got here. Like, if I get into a scruffle now, it ain't going to be... Uh, whoever Michael Jones and the little bookings. It's mm-hmm. gonna be Malden football oh. and soccer mm-hmm. coach. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and,
1: and you in Malden too? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I coach at a very
2: prestigious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm on. the baby boy of both bunches. Yeah, soccer and football coaches. I'm the baby boy, so all eyes on me. I'm the. Yeah. I'm probably the one with the most edgiest background. Mm-hmm. Let's just say edgy. Gotcha. So. I'm not even in my community. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, so I can't, I can't do, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I've changed in that regards, my mentality. And I'm still like, it's therapy every two mm-hmm. weeks now. It used to be therapy like once a month. Now it's every two weeks. Uh, I'm learning how to be alone because I've, I was the only child, but I'm learning how to be alone on some like, I don't need like a like for example like I don't need a woman's company to feel whole. Mm-hmm. You know, I can be in my crib chilling, reading, doing what I do and and, and feel content without saying, oh, let me call a little Jonah up the slide. Yeah. Or let me call my, you know, I'm i let me call such and such cuz I'm trying to build and get things, mm-hmm. nah. It's like being alone is great because you learn yeah. how to so when you get around other motherfuckers, you can't let them take you out of care, Yeah,
1: so. I love being alone. So when, like, this pandemic hit and they was, like, issuing stay-at-home orders and stuff, it— meant nothing to me it was normal to me and I you know the roads being empty I loved it you know because I'm naturally a homebody now when I do want to go out I do want to go out so that was the only thing that bothered me but other than that I was fine with it because I don't really go out like that if I do go somewhere it's more to just travel and whatnot. and that was the only thing that I couldn't do but being alone is great you know nothing against people that like to be around groups of people because some people are like that you have introverts you have extroverts and I know, you know, going on Facebook and whatnot, seeing people just all down my timeline. Oh, I miss the clubs. I miss going here. I miss going there. And I was like, you know, use this time to reflect.
2: Get yourself to together. To get
1: yourself together. A lot Say of people, that
2: stimulus check.
1: A lot yeah. of people up their hustle. And, um, you know, just better themselves. I used the, the time to kind of figure out what I wanted to do with this podcast. Mm -hmm. Because that was right around the time when me and my previous co-host decided to just go ahead and part ways. And I was, like, teetering on, uh, should I end it? Do I want to keep it? Do I want to bring on another host? Like, what I should do. So I kind of just used that time to think. Mm -hmm. And and I was still working. So I was still getting my money Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So, you know, being alone, people that are listening, being alone is okay.
2: It's the the best. It (laughs) is all right. The last... 3 4 years been in quarantine. Mhm. Like I lost a lot. I lost a lot. I lost over 200 300 records. I lost a whole partnership where I had a studio.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I lost friends. I lost associates. Even I'm I'm pretty sure off off some coaching shit. That's mm-hmm. the funny part about off some coaching shit. My face caught in certain areas of Greenville it may be a little ill because yeah. I yelled at somebody's child because uh-uh. they just wasn't cutting it. You know what I'm saying? like. And so,
1: parents don't like to hear that their child not cutting and it. And it,
2: hurt, it hurts more when, who is this short? <laughs> you know, yeah. who is he to say or wh- how, where? And then when they they hear you about your background, they be like, oh damn. Yeah. But still, like, and another, thing, I'm not from Greenville, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit more personal because it's like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. You know, I ain't from I ain't from nowhere near here, and a lot of people know I ain't got nobody here. So a lot of people feel like green light, mm-hmm. and then when they see it ain't green light, yeah. they be like, oh, this nigga's crazy. <laughs> You know, and then now I'm the villain, so yeah. I feel like it's I had to look in the mirror and understand that it. I gotta make a lot of changes, cause like I I I'm from Aiken, but mm-hmm. I end up in Tennessee playing college ball from Tennessee. I went to Aiken for like a month or two, and then I came up here to the villain. I've okay. been here ever since, and like I didn't I didn't long like I didn't got a chance to travel with through music, mm-hmm. songwriting, doing a lot of different things, so. Me getting a chance to see the world and see different things and move around has also changed me too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because when you're around certain people, certain things move certain ways and and, and it's yep. like, oh, you learn things. like When you're around a certain group of people, it's like, yo, don't put ice... In your in your liquor, it brings down the quality of your mm-hmm. liquor. So when I go back home and I'm doing shit like that, niggas like, oh man, you in Greenville, nigga, who the fuck you think you was? You bougie now, niggas like, wow. no, like, we got this expensive ass liquor. I don't yeah. want to waste this paper on it. Right. Cause we watering it down with ice, so we mixing it with all this
0: mm-hmm.
2: bullshit. So it's look, it's it's a lot of things, but it's the little things like that that have motherfuckers looking at you away, but at the same time, it's like. If I don't evolve and I don't grow, I'm going to be still. And mm-hmm. if I'm still, ain't none of this shit going to move. Because mm-hmm. I'm the one. You it's see me. I'm, you see yeah. I'm here. You see it's me. You know what I'm saying? This press run, everything, mm-hmm. all this me. Ain't none of this shit come from nobody but me.
1: So has this pandemic and this, I guess you want to call it racial uprising after the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor um, killings, has that, Affected how you go into doing your music?
2: No, nah, cause you know we was doing this Babylon. We we did this then. Yeah, you know this this was, that's what Babylon was all centered around. Yeah, so it ain't it, it. No, cause if you like, I got the record on the project called Aggression. What I'm mm-hmm. talking about, you know, if I shot six cops, they would kill me. No negotiating, breaking me out in peace. I did that record maybe two a year or two ago. So no, nah, it ain't changed the approach. It's actually kept it the same. Mm-hmm. I just on next level new devils. I didn't go all the way into it, mm-hmm. but you got records like aggression where Zimmerman still free. Ye rocket yeah. maga hats. Bush hates black people. Trump hates the same thing. Yeah, you know. So, no, nah, it ain't changed it one bit. If anything, it's just kind of made me peel back more mm-hmm. because now I'm starting to see niggas use this shit for clout and attention purposes,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's like. this this what we doing it for Like we at protests Doing a photo shoot
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah Like uh YG Did a, a video shoot For Fuck Trump mm-hmm. At at one of the protests mm. And um That's not what it's for Mm-mm. At all Mm-mm. You know People out there Trying to make a change Because I don't want my kids To deal with this 5, 10 15 20 years down the line yeah. You know No one And I just find It's It's stupid to us because we deal with it that someone can hate you because of the color of your skin and you didn't ask to be here. You didn't ask to be born. black. You didn't ask to be a male. I didn't ask to be a female. But that's just who we are. But yet people will dislike you because of what you look like.
2: Well, you from Anderson. Mm -hmm. You from, okay, Chad Boseman. He's from Anderson. Yeah. For him to come out on a national platform and say something like, I don't like to go back home because of the racial whatever, whatever. Yeah. That ain't no good look on the state of South Carolina Mm -hmm. when you got a prestigious person like himself that say, I don't even want to come back Mm -hmm. home because of stuff like that. Because,
1: and and they not going to see him as the that the Black Panther the billion dollar movie you know the actor someone doing something that's positive. the nigga still, I went
2: to tear him. Away. Yeah, he's <laughs> still just gonna be a, a a nigger. And that's cool. Not well, not being a nigger is cool. but yeah. being who you is for yeah. who people know you for. Is like okay. just
1: being like come home like oh hey Ted, how yeah. you doing? But you know it, Anderson is very divided. You have. Your Walmart on your white side of town. You have your Walmart on your black side of town. You have the white high school. You have the black high school. You know, it's very divided, you know. So, I understand because I don't like to go back to Anderson. And it's not like I'm a superstar. But if I go home, you know, to see my family, I'm just at the house. I don't like to go out in the midst of it because the person who's in the White House now has these races feeling very comfortable Mm -hmm. about how they conduct themselves and and whatnot. And I'm not gonna sit there and just let anyone just be disrespectful towards me or call me a racial slur, you know? And I don't think anyone would.
2: No. No. So And that's what a that's what a like evolve and come in at like I'm short, so I got that short man complex. So I'd be real quick to yeah. wanna tear some shit up. Like for real. I still yeah. to this day I'm twenty five and I still have moments. Like it it is it's is it's, I'm toxic. I'm a Scorpio. I'm real I got toxic ass like moments. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you trying to grow from that, hey man, a white person say some wrong shit me, I might fuck around and black out on your ass, dog. And and you know, I coach Caucasian kids. Yeah. I coach Hispanic kids, Indian kids, Black kids, mixed
0: kids. Mhm.
2: I done had white mothers that got Black sons that mm-hmm. say, "Yo, I need you to teach my son how to be." I just say more culture driven because yeah. he live in Malden and and he he he, he Brian Gumble.
1: And she and the white mother can't. She Teach. can't. She,
2: that's why she come to yeah. a, a person like me that she doesn't know yeah. from a can of paint. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, once again, I'm not from this area. Yeah. I'm not even no prestigious person that you heard of from around now. So it's like, it's, it's 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 a challenge to grow. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys my age, my generation, especially guys I came up with, you got, it's like a line with the 25 mm-hmm. year old You got some on this side that's still doing the what everybody else doing, still mm-hmm. following, oh, or, or, or this This was hot, this what I'm doing, still on that same 18, 19, running around with 18, yeah. 19, 20, still doing that. But then you got the niggas that's on my side that's like, okay, yeah, we still young, mm-hmm. we still get it in, we still going to do what we do. Like, you still might catch me. Like, our used to be my spot. And it's the lowest now, but our used to be like, like, oh yeah, we was, we was, we was, we was, we was, even back in the day, Aker, like, teen club shit, like, mm-hmm. before that, we was, we was, and that, I think that's why now, nigga, older, you, you 14, 15 in the club with your big cousin, now you 25, that shit born now, but, Yeah. You know, the growth is essential, because if you on this side and you ain't on this side, where the fuck you gonna be? Like, 40 coming quick, we about to be 30 here soon. I turn 26, so we about to be 30, like,
1: you are a baby. I am 30. Yeah. Something.
2: But, if, when we get to where you at, that little 20,000 we making off whatever we doing ain't gonna be enough. Mm -hmm. Especially like, if I got a family. Yeah. If I got a wife, like, that 20,000 ain't gonna be, like, if I come into a situation with a woman that got kids, that Gucci money ain't gonna be enough for myself, her, and the kids. Nope. And that's what niggas ain't realizing now. Cause you got some niggas out here, they getting a lot of money, like, they however they getting Mm -hmm. it. But, they don't necessarily have bills, mm-hmm. or they ain't necess- Some of these niggas living with their baby mama on section. They they ain't. don't have
1: They don't have adult bills. They don't have adult nah, responsibilities. But they
2: got a challenger in the yard. Yeah, with a eight dollar rent stipend. Yeah, so it's. As a man, you gonna get tired of laying in that spot. You gonna mm-hmm. get, you gonna want more space. You gonna want a big, you gonna want a yard. You know, you get a little older, nigga. Like I'm, I'm 25 now, and I wish I had grass to cut because I'm from the country. I'm country, yeah. so I wish I had some grass to cut.
1: Well, come cut my grass.
2: Hey, <laughs> that's the thing, like, and that that's another part, like, situations, understanding, like, okay, mm-hmm. what I want. Yeah, but getting older, it's like okay. I want to cut grass.
1: And that's what you're supposed to. Your mindset and the way you think is supposed to change as you get older. Like, I'm 30. I'm probably, I'm thirty 33. And the way I think now, I didn't think like this when I was 23 or when I was 24. And it wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm, it wasn't that long ago. You know, your mindset changes. It's supposed to. And if it doesn't, then something's wrong. Like, if you're 33, still thinking about the same things you did when you was 25 or still doing the same things you did when you was 25 and something, is definitely wrong mm. with you. And it's a lot of people out there like that, where their mindset has not changed whatsoever. And
2: mm-hmm. if you ain't, it's, oh, you lame, or oh, you doing, I've heard, that you doing too much. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's the same thing my little 15-year-old from Judson told me, all because I told him, hey, man, if your mama say take the trash out, just take it out.
1: Yeah.
2: And you... How old feeling this way? Like, you you can imagine when I was coaching guys that are being in their 40s jealous of a child that's nine years old.
1: And there's something wrong with them. Shit, sad. Very sad. Something's wrong with them. You see that like, in females, too. Yeah. You man. know, a female might be dating a guy that has a child, and, you know, they'll be jealous of the child for whatever reason it may be, which is yeah.
2: like something wrong with you. It's it's damn that's that's the type of females that you come home something to happen to your damn child. Yeah.
1: You because she's, read, nigga, she's, she's like, just, like, no lie, I watch I watched the IG them channel. Them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a um I can't remember what show. They have so many deadly women and all this other type of stuff. But this woman, she had a son. She met a man. They got married. He already had a daughter. She was jealous of his daughter for whatever reason. And so she had two kids by him and got jealous of all the kids in the relationship with him. So he divorced her, got custody of all the kids, even her son. It wasn't his because he adopted the son. She turns around and comes back to the house and kills him and and his daughter because she was jealous. Man. Yeah. You're like, you see it all the time. Just turn to the ID channel.
2: You, yep, you yep. see it all the time. 24-7. Oxygen.
1: Oxygen. Snap. Yeah. You see it all the time. These people are crazy, but for some reason, my ass just be sitting there watching it. Like, hmm. But anyway, so your new project. So for someone who has never heard of your music, mm-hmm. and this might be the first time they listen to your music, how would you describe it to them?
2: It's it's, it's Southern. Like, if you go on Apple Music, what the Germans say, Dirty South. Mm-hmm. Look up any other artist that's my age or that's out right now or South Carolina niggas, whoever, Black, Zach, Rennie. Look up any one of them and see what the genre of their music said. Don't say dirty sound. I'm the only one that say dirty sound. They could just say
1: rap.
2: Yeah, I'm bringing back the essence of Southern hip hop, like... That eight ball NJG shit, that UGK PNC shit, that DJ DMD shit, mm-hmm. that 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 SUC shit, screwed up click shit, ESG shit, that that ghetto mafia from the K to, like, the, the originators of they, the niggas that coin trap music, mm-hmm. ghetto mafia. I'm bringing back the more juvenile feels. i bring- like I had a record that was on here called Reasons where I got the that big timers flow but yeah. it's like a sea murder is it, like and i and i know i got it because i got a lot of guys around me that's in like that that, that 30 mm-hmm. 33 in the 30s so that that they know what that is yeah so when they hear here it's like i like it.
1: big Thomas. that you, big Thomas cash money taking over for nine nine two thousand yeah, no limit.
2: Well, when I when I met you, you was talking about how you used to sleep with a uh, Diddy, Diddy, Picture, and yeah. See, I remember, see, mm-hmm. I remember that. and that's the thing. Like, no way out inspired a lot of what I worked on mm-hmm. the last four to five years and his Forever album, which a lot of people say Forever ain't.
1: Forever, okay, No Way Out, I love that album. I still listen to it to this yeah. day. Forever had some tracks on
2: there. It did. But I think
1: it was like kind of like every artist. Your first album, great. Your second album, okay, you trying to find whatever it is that you want to do. Forever wasn't a horrible album, though. It had some joints on there. Yo, it, it, it wasn't horrible
2: though. It wasn't. Some people it say wasn't. it's bad, but yo, it had reverse on there. It had uh, Journey to the Life. It had like. Yeah, it had some oh joints on there. Oh my God. It, like, it, was it had not reverse horrible. on there. Yo, that's, that that had Red Man, little like reverse?
1: It was not horrible. That's one of
2: the coldest, like, cypher records. Even Diddyverse was. Hey. That's
1: kind of like 50, his first album, Get Rich or Die Tryin'. love that album. But
2: The Massacre was this, this, still... The
1: second one, it wasn't a horrible album, you know? It wasn't yeah. the first album, but it wasn't a horrible
2: album. You can say that more about the game when it comes down to the documentary and everything after. Yeah. More so than 50 or like Diddy mm-hmm. with the Forever and, you know, because like documentary, I, I was just riding the running on the way here. Like that—that that was Tony Yayo's hardest verse ever. It is Tony Yayo. That—that was the hardest verse Tony Yayo ever fucking spit. Period. Period. Between that and this record, he got Carl Obama. Like I listened to Yayo, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, thoughts of a predicate felon. He had a few records on mm-hmm. there. Yayo, Yayo had some shit.
1: What's but- your favorite rap album?
2: Of all time, like period.
1: Of all time, period. If you had to listen to it. It
2: changes. It changes. Like right now is Eight Ball Loss. Okay. Right now is Eight Ball Loss. Okay. Right now is Eight Ball Loss. And a lot of people don't know that's an Eight Ball solo Mm -hmm. album, but
1: that's. I still revert back to Biggie Smalls. Because that was. Life
2: after death are ready to die.
1: Hmm. If I had to choose. It would be life after death. because yeah,
2: that's more your. Yeah. yeah 'Cause Yeah. Because ready to die was October before I was born. Mm-hmm. I was born... Maybe two three weeks after Ready did it.
1: Cause uh, I remember when I first I had the cassette tape. Uh, the Ready to Die. And he had the um, One More Chance, but it's not the remix that everybody yeah, loves. This f- is the original one. The yeah. fast one. He had that part in there in the studio with Lil Kim. Yeah. And I was listening to it out my headphones in and I got my ass yeah, whooped. Yeah, you know, I was listening to Lil Kim hardcore when I wasn't supposed to be listening to Lil but Kim hardcore. See,
2: the Junior Mafia album is another the conspiracy album mm-hmm. is another album where Kim was Kim had the backstabbing yeah. record. Like, Kim
1: hardcore album. I people get past that cover art and like, huh, like look, Kim has some shit on there. I
2: mean, that's what's now. Yeah, what hardcore is now? Hardcore is now. Even though Biggie, a lot of people say Biggie only got two albums. That's a lie. Biggie wrote No Way Out. Biggie mm-hmm. wrote Conspiracy. Biggie wrote Hardcore. Biggie got at least about four or five albums.
1: And see, Lil' Kim, Let me pull it up the hardcore because I still ride to that to this day. And I went back and listened to it because when I first listened to it, of course, I was a child. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't probably be listening to it. So the song um, "Queen Bitch,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: "Mafia Land." I love "Mafia Land." Mm-hmm. The way it starts out because it's, it's got like the rain and the thunder and it's kind of slow and stuff, and she's like really telling the story. And it's on because Kim was sexy. She was in your face, but Kim could rap though. Yeah, and that's why I hate sometimes when people be trying to compare her to to Nicki or compare Nicki to her. Cause I'm not taking anything away from Nicki, but Nicki ain't look Kim.
2: Kim was around a different group of people. She was. that made her who she was. Group like Nicki was around motherfuckers that was answering to her, while Kim was around people that was saying no. Yeah. That's the difference between yeah. them two. Nikki was around a bunch of niggas that was saying, yeah, still for law. They own benefits yeah. or for whatever. While Kim was around niggas that was like, man, Real niggas. fuck you, go yeah. in there and lay that verse. Like, You look at Jermaine, the pre-interview, he, he talk about how Biggie he snatched her ass up in the studio. Mm-hmm. When nobody snatching Nikki up. Like, like, bitch, you gonna, you gonna yeah. do this fucking verse, and you gonna do it right. Mm-hmm. Like, So that's the difference between them two, like... I feel like I had a Foxy Brown and a Lil' Kim on the mm-hmm. same team here in Greenville and I lost that. Like and and I, I had, like when you met me, I mm-hmm. had artists and models. Like I had that. Yeah. and it's crazy because I be hearing people talk a lot about Rennie. Like we knew Rennie back mm-hmm. Club Bliss days. You know what I'm saying? Like we knew, we knew, cause Aiken Rat Dad the Met. Yeah. So we we been on to what like I feel like Zach should have been on. I like,
1: like I like Rennie Rucci because I remember I started seeing, like, her video she would post doing freestyles over other people's songs, of course. And I think she got looped into that stripper-turned-rapper thing kind of like with Cardi. Because mm-hmm. I know she had a situation with uh, quality control. And from my understanding, Pete introduced her to whoever runs Wolfpack, Wolfgang, mm-hmm. whatever it's called or whatnot. Um but my only gripe with the female rappers nowadays, like, and I guess it's because of what I grew up off listening. Like, okay, yeah, you are gonna talk about your pussy and how wet it is and whoop, woop woop. But does every song?
2: Can they create a love is blind? No. Can they create? Not
1: these female rappers. Can they
2: create? I can't stand the rain. No. Nope. Like I've been, I've Not been these tapping, ones. I've been tapping in certain records, and I can't stand yeah. the rain is one because what they, I what I've done. Here lately is every old school record I've I've conquered the
0: sample. Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm listening to and uh, Peoples or Pebbles or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't stand the Rain the original record, and then I listen to Missy's version. Yeah, and if you listen to Missy, Missy said I break up with him before he dumped me. He had me cause he lucky. It's like, ha! It's like <laughs> damn like that. They can't do that now. They because. They can't
1: do a miseducation. Lauren no, Hill, no
2: Road to Zion, or, um, um, you know, you got to You know, I for she, ah oh, man. She. And then the
1: female rappers nowadays that can rap, like uh, Rap Rhapsody, is Rap City, H- Rap City, North
2: Carolina again.
1: They they kind of. I'm not gonna say they get lost in all of this, but they don't get mentioned as much as Cardi or um, Nicki.
2: I, I feel like cause rap, we don't know what Rap City is yet. We don't know if she this or that. But she like, can rap, though. Yeah, she can rap, but I want to know if I can approach you if I want to holler at you. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, okay. I want to know if I can run up on you with some flowers and say, yo, let's Got go you. out. I don't know that. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: people don't know with Missy. I mean, she say certain stuff in songs. That's like the Brat, when she kind of flipped it up and put on that bikini and stuff, and dude oh, was how like. Do
2: you like? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. And then now you see, oh, okay, you can run up on her because now she's engaged to a female. Yeah. So, you. But
2: you know, that was a label play. Yeah. You know. But, but. And
1: that's, the Brat's another one that could rap too.
2: hmm. Shot Time.
1: Nice with it.
2: Shot You know, I mean. so, and
1: I guess maybe this is the era of the. The Cardi B's and the Rennie Rucci's and the City it Girls. It can't be, though,
2: because when MC Light just did the Expeditions the Podcast with T.I., she ain't named none of them, but she named Cash Dog. hmm Cash Dog just dropped a project with Republic not too long ago, and it didn't do as well, but people still checking for Cash yeah. Dog. I know because of how she look, but people love Cash Dog because of who she is, mm-hmm. for real. Like So I feel like, even with girls like Rennie, I feel like it's hard because... It's like they looks be the same, but that don't be them. It be the motherfuckers the around them, man. The teams and whatnot. It be like, yo, like, write them a love is blind. But,
1: but do you think they will be... Because love is blind. Eve was is beautiful.
2: I but, don't really know why I hate you.
1: But Eve Eve was... And I guess let's go back to what you said, how little Kim, the people, she was around. Eve was with Rough Riders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so... Eve could be sexy. She could be hardcore. And she could do a Love is Blind. Yeah. Lauren Hill, just naturally talented. But she she was, was around
2: pride. She was around and pride and y Claire,
1: And so she was able to do a Miss education of Lauryn Hill. She was able to do one album. Mm. And that album still gets talked about they, they, to this people day. People name
2: their kids after.
1: Zion. Just because of the song.
2: Yeah. Even though we, yeah, just because of the song.
1: So like. there's like an artist like that. I would say this: We, as far as mainstream, the ones that we see all the time on TV and whatnot, we don't have that. As far as the females, to me, as far as the female rappers now, you know, I've listened to Nicki Minaj's album. I have not liked anyone. I feel
2: like the last album, the last record Nicki had, and I mean just song, the Pink Print was like mm-hmm. the last, but Pills and Posters was probably the last record where she like shedded the onions. Like for I yeah, I the give layers. it that. Like, I we was I was riding around mm-hmm. bumping to this what 2010, without. Yeah. We was riding around bumping the pink print. I'm, I'm now doomed, Cardi's
1: right. album Invasion of Privacy, it was a Cardi album.
2: But when she did the uh ran off on that bitch twice.
1: Yeah. And
2: me forever. That was what she should have ran with.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Cuz that was
1: it. yeah. But I feel like she's the label has gotten their hands on her now, and they're cleaning her up. She's not as raw as she used to be. But I mean- And it, it could be growth, because now she's a mother.
2: But they taking- Now them, she's a wife. But they taking records, and they taking stigmas that's already hot and put on them, like that Yellow, yeah. Kodak was-
1: Yeah, the Kodak did
2: that. And But they got that formula from mm-hmm. her when she did the Plies, Rich Carlton yeah. shit. But if she would have kind of stayed with that lane, mm-hmm. it would have caught.
1: Do you think she, rap- she write her own rap? Nah.
2: No, nah, I don't either.
1: I just know that's just a talk. No, I like-
2: don't, don't, though.
1: Well, you know, Nikki loves to say she writes her own
2: stuff, and that's what... But that's why Nikki has a decline. Because if she she writing it, it, it this shit is horrible. And it's get, it's getting horrible yeah. because she's running out of things. to. That's how you know yeah. she writes that shit, because it's getting... Everybody
1: is her son in every track. Yeah, it's
2: getting, mm-hmm. like, okay.
1: You Let know. me ask you a question, because I consider you a real dude. How do you feel about the Takashi 6ix9ine situation and Nikki jumping on the track with him? Then they going live and talking somebody about the snitching heard, and stuff.
2: Somebody asked me this too, and this is the response, and I'm going to keep it. Free my niggas at the SCDC. Free my niggas at the Jank. Free my nigga. Free all my nigga. Hank. Free my niggas, man. Free free my guys. Leon. You know what I'm saying? Free Bitco. You know what I'm saying? Because. At the end of the day, I mean, I understand it's the business. I understand mm-hmm. all this other stuff, but at the end of the day, you know, it's the culture that's being fucked because of this. It ain't really about six nine. Mm-hmm. Six nine is Hispanic, so that's black and brown culture. Mm-hmm. We gotta kind of stop trying to separate our black and brown and Indian people. But at the end of the day, your dude is a fucking clown. He he
1: looks like one. He's he a clown,
2: like- and Nikki.
1: Is a clown too, in my opinion? For for
2: following the state, she did that for shot value, mm-hmm. and it ain't working, man. Because
1: to me, as ain't... a woman, I'm looking at okay, six nine. I know everyone's talking about how he snitched and stuff, but he also had charges for child rape and whatnot too. Yeah. And Nikki, your brother's already in prison for, for raping for the same
2: thing, your the same is, thing.
1: Um... and your husband went to jail for the same thing too. And now you're on a track with someone. Accused of the same thing as well. Just, just as a woman, not even a rapper, trying to get shock value. I would try to distance myself away from all of that.
2: I mean, the snitching part, you know, that go how it go when you playing that game. That's why I think I tell a lot of my like the the, the little homies I mentor, yeah. culture whatever. Like, if you ain't built for that type of time to get in the room like mm-hmm. this size. Don't do that. And, and, and don't even put yourself in that Mm-mm. position because when you get in that room, you're going you to write or you're going to say what you're going to yeah. say and it's going to go on a CD mm-hmm. or you're going to write and it's going to be on paper. So either way it go, if you ain't built for that, just don't do it. Don't but do nowadays it. it's different because when I was coming up, if you told... Even if you was young, you like you you left aching. If you to, you mm-hmm. left, it. nowadays niggas telling to still be around like yeah. it's normal. So I, it's, it's be a, all
1: on Facebook with it.
2: It's a different type of time it really now, is. but it still don't mean you gotta associate yourself with those. Mm-hmm. Not even because they did what they did, you can't just associate associate yourself with no type of people just because of the stuff they've been into. You just need to keep them out your circle. Yeah. I think Cause it's niggas That don't even know Nothing about the streets That be talking about snitching It's like man You don't even know mm-hmm. The stigma of What's what
1: but. I see dudes all the time That grew up in The suburbs of Anderson And subdivisions And then they, they get in the They get around Their cousins That grew up in the hood And it's about that life And you can tell that they so excited to be around the dudes They be on Snapchat all with. I'm like why are you
2: snapping Holding these? their guns Yeah
1: holding their guns yeah. and stuff And repping the set That Give we my guns We all know that you're not from But okay So I just like Oh you're not supposed to do that But no I guess no one gave you the manual But alright whatever That's
2: what it is though that's what it is now. Times are
1: totally different now.
2: The game fuck, man. Yeah. It's for like one of my OGs says the internet is the streets now.
1: Which is a shame. And, and I've shit, heard and I've heard that same that shit. Shit too.
2: scared me, man. I was like, damn. Cause, Cause now
1: you can be any anything, anybody you want to be. But I
2: can't remember getting in a fight back in 09 and the nigga had a flip phone out. What was he doing? Recording it? Yeah. Oh. Back then, like early. I can't remember. <laughs> my era started a lot of this fuck shit. Because like I said, I was, I was fighting a nigga in 09 mm-hmm. and I can remember kind of looking and I seen the camera phone. now. Yeah, because matter of fact, a nigga showed me the shit mm-hmm. and the game is just like the videos. Look I the don't same. even like Everything. looking at fight the, videos and stuff. Well, not even the music video. I'm going to see what what I'm going to see. I'm going to see guns, mm-hmm. girls. A ass. few cars mm-hmm. and, and and a bunch of people. No
1: one puts any thought behind it. Like, when I was coming up watching music videos and stuff, it was like a whole plot, too. It, was it was like a movie, It was like a movie. A, it would like be a world premiere. Everybody yeah. would get excited for the video. Because the song might be three minutes, but the video might be about ten minutes because they done turned it into... A whole move to actually put some thought behind it. Nowadays, they just want to get in front of a green screen, have some girls shaking their ass, or be in a trap somewhere with some money with your homeboys around, and that's just
2: it. That's the video. Y'all
1: artists really need to tap into your artistry and be more creative with your work.
2: But, hey, we, once again, if I could throw off a videographer, a quick honey or whatever, mm-hmm. and then pay you whatever for an edit, that's quicker to do that than we just get versus really put some thought into some shit mm-hmm. like my uncle was talking about you know my uncle was signing the face man. yeah he like got a million dollar video can that's just int- for the video
1: can
2: he introduce me to beyonce hey i don't know about beyonce but i know he can't say tony he can introduce maybe like tony or okay. people from escape like oh escape. i love escape yeah he, i need I, understanding yeah he can get yeah, you okay. them yeah okay. he you know he i just still love li- them i just want to say hi and he still lives in the ace so you know uncle like you be like, yo, them conversations, like, yeah. the million dollars was just for the video, mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Like, this nigga introduced Shamal Moore to the world, like, that was Shamal Moore first like, look, in my yeah. uncle video, so like, million dollars just for one video, so now you got niggas spending 200, mm-hmm. and the more they spend more putting shit on Worldstar, where you don't get the residuals for your streams, yeah. versus investing in the Vivo, but a, a lot of guys, if you got like tune called distro kid you don't have access to mm-hmm. it. so a lot of times a lot of artists don't get access to shit because they on CD Baby and distro kid they ain't actually signed to a distributor like me like yeah. I got access to kind of whatever and a lot of cats don't get that like a lot of cats don't get certain publishing situations cause they signed well they ain't signed they got it like they distributing through a distro kid the game kind of fuck you like when you hear these marketing people, they be like, yo, you want to get other rappers on your Instagram? You want to follow Why would I follow niggas that's doing what I'm doing when they ain't going to listen to my shit on mm-hmm. some shit? They going to want me to listen to them. Yeah. And I got caught in that trap. Like, you be hearing niggas like, if I bake cookies, why would I follow other motherfuckers that's baking cookies? I need to follow people that's going to eat my fucking cookies.
1: cookies.
2: Yeah. yeah. And that's... Man, and I ain't going to lie, even some of these artists, they be on platforms and they ask, well, how can an artist? And they be telling you a bunch of bullshit because they don't want you to get, because mm-hmm. the pipeline already flooded.
1: So has anyone ever come to you and be like, you know, like, if someone came to you and said they wanted to get into the game, they wanted to be an artist, rapper, singer, what have you, mm-hmm. like, what words of advice would you give them
2: right now at this moment you got to build leverage and you got to get your shit together from the gate mm-hmm. a lot of niggas be like man just go in there and start working yeah you could do that but you got guys that didn't have four hit records out here and ain't own the record like you got niggas out here that's literally like like Zay, you might get a beat from Zay Tovin, and mm-hmm. Zay Tovin can sell another nigga the beat, and you don't even know what type of leasing terms you got, cause you just gave Zay Tovin. Some I know money. a
1: lot of artists just hop on YouTube and take a beat. That's
2: another thing.
1: That this to me is not a good idea. You don't dude. even reach
2: out and tell the producer, "Hey," and his email in the fucking description, yeah. email like we we do that. We do, like how how we, that's how we got with a lot of these niggas, but we reached out, we paid mm-hmm. these niggas. That's why my shit still up. We we paid these yeah. Like we got Nico Bunkin on here a lot. Nico Bunkin was just on the juice world and future world on drawers record. Okay. Niggas like him got situations where if you put anything up that ain't, that shit coming down.
1: Yeah. Which we, rightfully so.
2: Hey man, we paid these guys. Yeah. We reached out to these guys. And if we couldn't find them, the, the beat ain't, we ain't using the beat. Which
1: rightfully so it should come down eighty people.
2: We, we doing all. You got to do it all. You got to link with producers in person. If you do the YouTube route, you got you. If what, however you, but even like we do it all.
1: And music is a business. It is. You know, people may love to rap, sing, write songs, but at the end of the day, it is still a business. You got to do your research. You got to make sure all your eyes are dotted and all your t's across.
2: Like if I'm in the studio with Jetson made some split sheets coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah. In Splits. the studio.
1: Because you have to discuss that. Who's yeah. going to get what? How are we going to split You yeah, already
2: know who's supposed to get what. It's 50-50. It ain't but even still, really no...
1: But still, that's just something that should be discussed and put down on paper. Yeah. Because people will get a case of amnesia and might forget some shit. Yeah. You oh, know? N-
2: niggas try to... They feel like they can fuck you over because, man, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Some niggas be like, oh, he ain't got no money. I can... Woo-woo. Nah, nigga, like... The court of law, it don't matter who got money. That's another game these niggas don't understand. They be like, oh, these industry niggas, this and that. Hey, man, these niggas got too much money to be trying to pay a lawyer. If I have to kill you in self-defense, I got to pay a retainer versus I can have, you know, money to do all this other stuff with. So if, if, if you got beef with me or you got a problem with me or you feel like I'm acting industry because... Like you said, we trying to handle business. I would rather you feel that way about me than me out here and I got a lawyer on retainer because I didn't had to do this or do that to a nigga. Like I would, I would rather put my money in other places. That's mm. why niggas be like, all right, I ain't finna fight you. I'm just finna sue you. Yeah. Cause it's the industry. Niggas ain't playing that. We out here in the streets fighting. That's what they paying lawyers for. That's what nope. they got the attorney to. Okay, do do and use my beat. Yeah, niggas pulling up, but I ain't gonna lie. A lot of times they just be taught for the ground because a lot of times it's a sheriff pulling up with a subpoena. That's what pulling <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? And even with these label situations, like niggas be stuck.
0: Mhm.
2: Niggas be stuck because they, they didn't don't got
1: a Read their paperwork.
2: They didn't got a loan. Mhm. And a lot of times your numbers may be popping from a sense of who you know, friends, family, and people that know them, but a nigga in Detroit don't know you. So when your shit go live, it's like, yeah, when they looking at the analytics, we see where you from and places near, but niggas in L.A. ain't tapped into this shit. So then the label still be looking like, the nigga down the hall in the office don't even know who the fuck you is yet. That, that, that's where the game at Like you got niggas in South Carolina That signing deals Then be like Yeah I had to get out the deal mm, I've heard that plenty of times Well shit A lot of times How you got out the deal You had to keep the money You got to give it back mm-hmm. Or you may have spent a little bit You got to add that to it Because if you don't give them The full thing back
1: You are not
2: out the deal If You missing five dollars They still got you
1: that's,
2: that's They say red cent You got to be in the black
1: well, I hope any artists that might be listening to this episode when it drops at you. Because you're dropping gems. so, And I appreciate that. So, where can people find you? Like Instagram, Snapchat, Everything Facebook, no YouTube. Side, uh,
2: Instagram, YouTube. I don't do Snap no more. Okay. But on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook music page, I don't have, like, a personal gotcha. Facebook page. But Northside, everything Northside done. Um, oh, that's another thing I tell artists, too. Don't have a personal Facebook page. Don't have a your government name mm-hmm. Facebook page.
1: I don't even have my government name on my personal page.
2: You know, even if you got a person that like you, like how mm-hmm. you got yours,
1: yeah.
2: run your... Like your podcast page too, because you can't. That's the only way you can do it. Or sometimes they have an option on Facebook if you go on a lab, like a regular laptop, mm-hmm. you can actually apply for a regular like, like page mm-hmm. without having to have a person. personal page. But you have to kind of be to a certain yeah. extent, level. But
1: yeah, I have a personal page. It's not my government name on there. Yeah. I use it to run my Facebook. By Facebook Yo, she, page for yeah, the podcast yeah. off of, it and I connected to my Instagram, but no, it's not my real name. Your on favorite
2: that. rapper that you listening to ain't got no government name Facebook Mm-mm, page at you all. Know what I'm saying even niggas like Zach, you no know, Zach got one, but it's ran like a it's Zachary, yeah. whatever his name is, but it damn near looked like some. It 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 it, it, it 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 got a look to it the way you wouldn't think. It's, it don't look like a regular. Yeah. He ain't on that bitch like. Yo, I just got up.
1: Tagging with he
2: uh, is. What's up? Tagging ninety. Don't be yeah. tagging ninety. That's another thing.
1: I don't like being tagged with eight hundred other people. So, I remove that tag so quick.
2: Diddy, if you go to a Revo Music conference, they'll tell you that's the quickest way. Well. They'll block you. That's yeah. how they'll they'll they see you and they'll block you off yeah. that shit.
1: And one thing I learned, like with Twitter, like if I tweet a celebrity, and reply back to me, I notice they normally do that like first thing in the morning or later on in the night, or if it's something going on, like, black Twitter be popping. I'll never forget when the Bobby Brown story came out on BET. (laughs) So everybody was on black Twitter, and I was tagging a guy that was playing uh, Bobby Brown, and he was replying back to me, retweeting me, whatever, whatever, you know. Because they see what you put out there. It's just how, in the manner that you send it to them. That's right. So don't tag them with 5,100 people and stuff. Because, like, I, like, you know, other... Famous podcasters like Joe Budden on all of them. Like I might tweet them or post them on Instagram, and they'll see it. They'll retweet it. I, even, I was even mentioned on the Joe Budden podcast because I was being nasty with Maul on Twitter. But that's yeah. another story. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's Maul. big That's
2: Big's brother.
1: Yeah, that's Big's brother. Hey, Maul. That's my like, boo. He going to be my husband one day. That's
2: that's another. A lot of people don't understand who these people are like.
1: Yeah. He's from like a hip-hop royalty.
2: His uh, his brothers, I yeah. mean, he was with Biggs when Biggs heard Jay Spit for the yeah. first time. Like his his brother hip hop was in the studio mm-hmm. when Biggie did victory. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta think like Rory. Rory worked with Shy Money from mm-hmm. G Unit. Rory then worked at uh Sony and Def Jam. Like a lot of people don't understand was like even yeah. with South Carolina, like being up here in Greenville, like Spots like we in now, nah, you ain't got that where I'm from, man. You got yeah. maybe two places, well, now one, one place like this, and them cats be so guarded, they don't even lit. They, they shit flourish like, man, man, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> a lot of y'all cats don't understand, man, and that's why when they be like, we got to get out of Atlanta. Nah, no. man, we gotta, like, we gotta get certain things they got. Like, we got podcasts, we got, but mm-hmm. we need a power. Atlanta ain't got, they got, uh, you know, Big Tigger and they, station. Yeah. they got stations, but they don't have a Power 105 like New York got mm-hmm. still. They ain't got Power 106 like LA got. They ain't got a Hot 970. Mm-hmm. So, it's still things Atlanta ain't got that we can get. I yeah. feel like it's... It's so much that can be done because South Carolina, we got the flavor. We the originators.
1: We doing this so much talent here.
2: It is a lot there's of so talent. It's so much talent
1: from rapping to singing, podcasting, songwriting. It's a lot of talented people here. We just need to not focus on trying to be like someone else and focus on being our better selves. And
2: well, hey, man, if you in the car with your homies, if you don't want to listen to no R&B, that's understandable. Turn on some of that old... Turn on. I've been bumping trap out of the last three days. And I'm breaking them feels back. That Southern hip hop back. Yeah. Like it can't nobody duplicate that shit. Niggas are here and be mm-hmm. like, they'll try. They'll try to have that. Niggas can't duplicate it. And we rapping on today type beat, but they gonna see like, it's like somebody told me it was this girl from Florence, but she was in Atlanta mm-hmm. on the last platform I was on. She pulled me to the side and we was talking. Actually, she PRs for an artist here in Greenville. Okay. And she was like, yo, like, you hard. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah, we right, we, but she like nah, but when she's on she's like, not nah, a beats got her, and it was funny she said that cause I already got another project done mm-hmm. that's probably coming December January, and it's okay. it's what the fuck she said, yeah. But I ain't tell her that though, but it's what the fuck she said, and it's that like we bringing them southern hip hop feels back, but I I hop on a a beat that mm-hmm. a lot of niggas hopping on there so much, and it, I I'm gonna give you that, I'm gonna give you them feels. Like you felt when you first heard, it's dark and hell, is hot, or flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, or motherfucking trapper or die, or, or eight ball MJG, space age pimping, ludicrous chicken and bill motherfucking like UGK, you know what I'm saying? And
1: those are classes right there.
2: Man, look. <laughs> look, UGK riding, riding dirty, those. you know what I'm saying? Did it, no way out. Oh, I'm even yeah. giving you them. I'm giving you pop, still I rise with the outlaws feel. I'm giving you pop, Kalumni 95. feel. I'm I giving love that them one. The, the southern hip hop. This ain't rap. The southern hip hop, like I said, when you go on Apple Music, my genre say dirty south.
0: But
2: you got And I'm guys, 25. So y'all niggas, but in you trouble. got an old soul. Yeah, I you do. Got an old That's soul. why these niggas in trouble. Yeah. And they, they really in trouble because I didn't got my mind right. I ain't got my situation right. I ain't got no more artists. I ain't got. I got people behind the scenes that's mm-hmm. helping. I ain't no rapper. I ain't no. Ain't no limbs on the tree. Y'all done fucked up and let me get my mind right, Ooh. man.
1: Well, y'all done fucked up, and y'all better make sure you follow him. Mm-hmm. Get that new project that's already out and the project that's gonna come later on. I appreciate you coming in here and yeah. we catching up and you dropping yeah. the gems and stuff. He even took over the show today, but that's okay. Yeah, no, that's fine no, by no, me. No, no, I appreciate no, no, it. I appreciate cool. it. Cool. But thank you to all of the listeners. We're going to go ahead and get this thing wrapped up because we don't want to keep Merv no longer. Then he have to be Merv! Make sure you follow um Lucy's Podcast on Instagram. It's Lucius Pod. Uh, make sure you like, go like the Facebook page, Lucius Podcast. Say hey, Merv. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for all support. Thank you again, North, for coming in. Thank you, Merv, and the Gym Complex. And um, when you guys listen to this episode, hope you are well. Hope you are surviving through this pandemic, and you know these racist people just being racist and the marching and all that stuff. Just survive. Just stay positive. Don't let it break you down. Don't let it get to your mental. And I will see you guys again soon. Bye. <laughs>
2: Like good pussy, fuck nigga, don't push me I been at you, in no rookie, get to it Stackin' money, no change, no flaws Invest, take off, on a plate Out the state, the passport, out the country Amsterdam was growing fruit Side back, at the scene, no in the suit Like I'm need no on my back Thirteen with the strap and we ain't know how to act We been on that fuck shit, so R.I.P. Big Rick Russell loves, get money, push so just get fronted Don't lie, live your truth Play it, boy, what you do? Yeah, I get some. Stop blowing love money. You be future tense, bro. Off that past tense, dope. Fucking on that little hoe. Won't get you more though. Stack up, the pussy come. You can touch it like a doorknob. Like Tip, I'm doing my job. Hustle for it too hard. The rap game, the battlefield. I shoot your fucking face off. Nickel-